Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. As you all know, I like to bring new guests on the show with new topics, things I've never talked about before, and today is one of those days. I have Patty Conklin on the show. Patty is a vibrational meditator, teacher, lecturer, radio personality and host of the V show healing within an adventure inside on binge networks. She is also the author of God within the day God's train stopped. Patty's primary goal in her work is to help people become insubstantial without transitioning how we let go of judgment while we are still living. In addition to facilitating health of mind and body, she extends her understanding of energy and medicine as a keynote speaker with warmth and humor, empowering listeners to take control of their health through a deeper understanding of their own thoughts and behaviors. She has traveled the world practicing her distinctive style of energy medicine in over 60 countries. In her spare time, Patty can be found at the racetrack, as we just talked about before we started, with her sons and grandchildren or on the water, in her boat, with her family and friends. Welcome, Patty. Thank you so much for having me on with you today, Amy. It's just an honor. For those of you who have reached out on Patreon and donated, thank you so much for heeding that call. Thank you. If you have not yet supported the podcast, please go to Patreon, put in Dr. Amy Robbins, and there is an opportunity to support at whatever feels comfortable for you. It helps me with the production costs. My small, very small, but mighty team, it helps keep all of that running. So if you are a fan of the podcast, please consider donating whatever feels good to you. $5 a month, $20 a month, please take a minute and donate. Also, I am so excited that my course that I have been working on for years is getting ready. We're getting closer. It will be launched at some point this year. So if you're interested, please go ahead and put yourself on the wait list on my website at dramyrobbins.com. Also, if you happen to have any companies that you think are aligned with the vibe of this podcast, I'm looking for sponsorships as well. And the best thing you can do to help this podcast is to spread it via word of mouth. I know so many of you have already said, I've shared this with my friend or even therapists have shared it with their patients and patients have shared it with therapists. If you love the podcast, please, please share it. We have an online global reach here. So go ahead, tell your friends, tell your family, rate and review the podcast. Just spread the word so we can continue spreading messages of love and light and consciousness and awareness and science and spirituality and just how to live the most meaningful life that you possibly can. Please support 
life, death, and the space between them. So you have so many accolades here. You were um, featured in Soul Agreements. You were featured in Kelly Turner's book, Radical Remissions. Tell us what your lens is and how you came to be where you are today. Yeah, good question. Um, so I see the world differently. I'm not a psychic. I'm not, um, you know, I'd say yes, an intuitive, but intuitive only in that I intuit particles. So I was born with a very rare sight um, that if you're looking at a television and the cable goes out and you get snow, that's my world 24 seven. So I had to learn to cope with that as a young child. I don't have depth perception. And so um, it's a challenge if I'm out walking the street, you know, I don't know when there's a stair. So, you know, I really walk like little old lady. Um, so and you see so, one yeah, dimensionally? I see one dimensionally. Wow. So looking at a body, then the body starts showing movies or maybe it speaks in words it writes out you know sentences of what's going on or i hear the body talking to me so it comes in in all sorts of different senses according to what the vibration is of the person that i'm i'm working with so when i was 7 I had a visitation, what I called a visitation, and we were not a religious family. I'd never been to church. I wasn't involved with the Bible. Um, and this amazing white mist started coming into my bedroom. And uh, and I remember falling to my knees, not because I was scared, but because it was like, it was so serene. And I heard three things. 38 to 42 will be your greatest uh, growth years. 42 to 62 will be your greatest contribution to humanity. And you can come home then if you'd like. Mm -hmm. But your purpose, the purpose of your walk will be to teach people to become insubstantial without transitioning. I had no clue what that meant. And, you know, even now my sons and I tease, you know, does that mean you need to wash a window, mom, before you die? Um, and I kind of took it as because of the unique site, I'm able to see the judgments that people hold inside and, you know, the the uh, behavioral issues that create disease. So my job really is to lovingly help them understand where their judgments are, where their uh, behaviors lie. It's similar to talk therapy, but the difference is I'm able through all these years um, of being able to manipulate their particles. And so if they've got, you know, people will do talk therapy and it's wonderful because it's helping them understand behaviors that need to change. Right. And then two or three years later, they'll get slammed with it again. And they're like, ah, oh, I thought I worked through that. Well, you did on an intellectual conscious basis, mm -hmm. but your body still has those memories stored. And so it's getting in there and manipulate those particles so that the emotion comes out of the cell. And uh, that's it in a nutshell. So you are able to, now do you energetically release the emotion from the cell or do you help them learn to energetically release the emotion from awesome. the cell? Awesome question. I read the book, so I read the book. <laughs> So when I was 28, you know, I had both forms of lupus and I had another visitation and father showed me how to move colors through my body. And I'm like, awesome. And I father think, God when you were father's God. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I say father, but God source creator, whatever, whatever term. Um, and I did it for a week and nothing happened. I was still miserable. And so I realized that I needed to put an emotion with it. You know, what was the emotion that created the lupus? And so I sat with myself and I realized that I had always worked in nonprofit in PhD positions, but I only had a high school um, education. And to me, the education wasn't legit because I doubled up and I graduated when I was 16 and uh, on the honor roll. And as far as I was concerned, it wasn't a legit uh, high school diploma because I didn't graduate with my class. So obviously mine was self-worth. I was a genius. I didn't know it. And so, and so that really was my lack of self-worth. And so I started saying, what color do I need to remove a uh, lack of self-worth? What color do I need to increase it by 80%? And a year later, 
I was free of both forms of lupus, which is fatal. There's no treatment for it. And, you know, it's been, I'm 65 now. So it's been since I was 29. Um, so I started working with people with color works. And then I said, hey, there's got to be an easier way to do this. I mean, I think that we ought to be able to heal without having to regurgitate our life. I mean, sometimes, obviously, we need to understand the behavior, right? Mm -hmm. But bringing up everything sometimes blocks the body more than not. And so I developed cellular cleansing. And cellular cleansing is a way where people are going through each year of their life kind of cleaning a room nothing, nothing attached to memories, and then creating something fantastical. Maybe they're floating on a cloud looking at the earth, or, you know, maybe they're, you know, sitting on the ocean without needing a boat, whatever it is that makes them feel wonderful. So during that process of cleaning a room, just touching things to make it clean, the cells from that age group rise up. And when they're cleaning that space, they're cleaning those cells. And when they're bringing something amazing back in, then that's what's going back into those cells. Those cells go back down into the body. Next one comes up. Easy. But what I'm doing during that time is manipulating those cells and bringing all the gunk out, which then goes into my body. So I spend 48 hours vomiting, diarrhea, whatever, whoever I'm working with, um, to expel it. It's different than an energetic medicine of the auric field or vibrational medicine in the common sense of laying of hands. Um, because when you go into the cell, you're going into the bloodstream. I mean, you're going into the actual mm -hmm. cancer mass or whatever it is. It has to have a vessel to release to. I mean, I've got students who can do the same thing, but they can't vibrationally manipulate like I can. So their clients are going to go through 10 days of flu-like symptoms, you know, low fevers, um, vomiting, diarrhea themselves. Um, and so what my students do is if they've got someone who's critical, who can't handle those 10 days of being ill, they call me and I go do it and then I can pull it out for them. And so they don't have to suffer through it. It's not horrible, but just a little bit. Oh my gosh. This is miraculous. It's, it's totally different. I mean, I haven't met in all my 3 million miles of traveling around the globe. I haven't met someone else that, that does it like this. I'm sure they're out there. Um, just not the same way. And of course, you've also got to look at the soul path in there, right? You've got to look at, is the soul meant to experience this? And if it is, then how do you uh, help them understand? You know, sometimes the calls come in and people say, you know, doctors have given me less than six weeks to live, you know, and they'll be crying and I'll look at their body and there'll be suitcases next to their soul. And I'm like, your doctors are right. You are going to pass in the next six weeks. So now how can I help you get there without fear? I can take away your pain. That's 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 no issue at all. How do I help you be at peace with dying? And then it totally shifts. And sometimes I look at them and go, yeah, your doctor's not right. Um, let's set up a consult with the doctor. And I'll be looking at their scans and their blood work and so forth. And just be saying, you know, doc, let's look at this area because I think this was missed. So it's fun. It, oh, it's my gosh. This is mind blowing. I, I don't even feel like the book does justice. <laughs> I mean, you describe these experiences with people and I was reading it thinking, oh, OK, interesting. But how you look at it from truly an Eastern verse, not verse, Eastern and yeah, Western, Western perspective. Um, you look at blood work, you look at scans, you see. So, you know, this makes me think I was just listening to um, Peter Atia. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He's a physician integrative, but he is, was talking about metabolic dysfunction mm -hmm. um, from a from a real scientific lens. Right. Um, he has a new book out called Outlive. And I. it's interesting to think about. It, it sounds like that's what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, right. where does metabolic dysfunction occur? And exactly. is it occurring at an emotional level? It is. Yes. And so, and so then you go in, you work with the cells on a cellular level to manipulate the cells to release whatever those cells are holding on. To. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, 
fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Correct. Correct. Everything, even if people think it's an environmental allergy or an environmental situation, it's not. You can have two people with exactly the same body mass attitudes, personality, you know, exact height, exact weight, and walk into the same situation, you're going to have different outcomes, right? It's like twin studies. Uh, Exactly. Because one store is emotionally different than the other. And so while you may have the bodies perfectly uh, combined, um, you've got behavioral of how we digest information, how we take it in, what we get upset about. You know, when we begin to realize that there's not one soul walking this earth that can make you angry, and there's not one soul walking this earth that make you feel love. Those are emotions that you choose in the moment of the event. And because you choose them, you also can go back and release them. Um, Sometimes it's about getting in there. You know, I'm working with a little boy right now, um, you know, and he's only he's only nine, um, you know, with a couple of different forms of cancer. I think and you had to cancel last time, maybe for I, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, that yeah. you said you had an emergency. Yeah. And so, you know, the the cancer had metastasized to another part of his body. And because it had just metab- metabolized, you know, energy is energy until it's not. And so when it just goes into another part of the body, you're able to grab it pull it out. So I was able to get it out of his uh, lungs before they had to start doing radiation with him. So, you know, it, it just, um, you know, it just really depends on the body, what they're, what they're meant to experience, how they're meant to experience it. I just cannot believe this. So you go back into, so he comes to you, they said, we just found a metastatic tumor. It's in his lungs. Mm-hmm. You go in this little boy's nine. So how much emotional I mean, a lot. And well, is it, and is it current life? Is it past life? Do we bring that it, emotion with us? It can be a combination. You're going to be here all day. It's a good <laughs> thing I have a hard stop. Because it's, it, it can it can happen all of the above, you know, in utero. Uh, coming in from a past life. Um, and and the why, the where doesn't really matter. You know, people think they need to know. They they don't. They need to know what the behavior is. So the most important thing was, you know, because it had just metastasized to another organ, getting that metastasized out while I still could. And then uh, working with him and manipulating his emotions, and the mom, you know, a week later was like, wow, we got our boy back. You know, it's like he's smiling again. And even though he's going through chemo and everything, he's like, he's upbeat. He's happy. He's not sullen and not eating and so forth. And to me, that was really important. I didn't feel like it was invasive. It was not my job with him specifically to get in there and remove the origin of the cancer. This was a process that he needs to go through and his family needs to go through. However, I don't mind getting in there and manipulating emotions a little bit so that he is more upbeat and positive and knows he can get through it. So when you say manipulating emotions, so, okay, let me back up. This is so (laughs) exciting. Okay. I come to you. I've got, I don't even want to like say anything because I don't even want to put anything out there into anything. So Um, so, so you come me out here and say, you, you know, I've got this going on and, you know, the doctors, you know, have given it this label because that's really all it is, is mm-hmm. a label, right? Right. It's a, it's a cluster of symptoms. It's the same exactly. in psychology, right? Exactly. And so we give a label. Um, the challenge is, especially in this day of Google, 
you know, people get the different symptoms of what it might be, and then they're Googling, and then the thing that makes them the most scared is what develops, right? Because the body goes into fear, the cells shut down, disease develops. So what I want to look at is what is the behavior? What is the emotion that's stored in those clusters of cells? And people may say, I may say, you know, you really have a lot of frustration in your life. Um, Mm. And they'll you know, go back to one of the guys in the in the book of, you know, having the liver cancer. And um, I think I wrote about him. But yeah. yeah, I'm with like, the, was that the with the abortions? That, no, this it. is a different one. Okay. So, so this guy had liver cancer and we're talking and I'm like, so what happened to you when you were eight? And it's like nothing, normal childhood. And I'm watching his cells say no. And what I mean, are you seeing when you're watching his cells? I'm watching a computer type no for him. Sometimes I hear it. Sometimes I see it. Sometimes it'll show me a movie. But in this specific guy, his body wrote no. And I'm, so I'm like, okay, so talk to me again. What happened when you were eight? And he's like, nothing. And, and then his body wrote across his chest, dad died. And I'm like, so your dad died when you were eight. And he's like, well, yeah, but I mean, people experience, you know, parents dying all the time. Not a big deal. I've dealt with it. And body goes, no. And I'm like, have you really? And he's like, yeah. The body started showing me a movie at that point. And I said, but you know what? You're frustrated. And he's like, I'm not. I'm happy. And I'm like, no, you're not. Because what your body's telling me is it was near Christmas time. Your dad was part of the mob. He had already gotten Christmas presents that he hadn't paid for. And when your dad was murdered right in front of you, the merchants came to your house and took your presents. That's what made you enraged and made you frustrated. And you're seeing this all as a movie. In a movie. How is this not psychic? It is psychic. It's not psychic because I'm watching it. You know, so so the the movie is kind of playing out at high speed, but giving me the understanding of what took place. He wasn't giving me that information. Right. I had to play it back to him and go, no, this is what your body's saying. And then he was like, well, yeah, that happened. And, you know, that really upset me. And I'm like, yeah, it did. Now we've got frustration that has built. You stored it in your liver. Mm. It has built and built and built throughout your lifetime so that every time you experience frustration, it went straight to your liver. So once we did a cellular and we got that cleaned out, his whole body and the liver and cancer disappeared. So it's, it's. You know, so, and you cleaned it out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, I'm just, I just. Okay. Oh, okay. Weird. So you cleaned it out in your own way. In my or own. you taught him the color works. Way. I, everybody gets homework when they're okay. done with it. I don't, when people are just calling for a normal session, I won't let them call me more than three times. My feeling is if I show you in the body where it is and we um, understand the emotion, I'm going to give you color works and it's your job. Take care of it you know, you work on it the next I love I love that because I think that is so empowering for people to realize, you know, we've become like a nation of let someone else fix everything for me. Right. 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 Even the term healer now is like, they're yeah. a healer. It's like, no, no, no. They're a facilitator. I don't, I mean, exactly. facilitator, facilitator of healing, right. Yeah. That the, they're not going to heal you. We have that power within ourselves. That's right. To heal yeah. ourselves. And it's really giving it back to them. So if they're doing a cellular and I'm taking it on in my own body, like I'm more in depth, they still have, as soon as we get done, they have healing pools and and um, the healing pools to do. And so that's getting into a pool of unconditional love, you know, for forgiveness, unconditional love and healing. And they've got to do that for the next six months. And we follow up once a month for about 15 minutes to make sure that the body's following the way that we want it to follow. And sometimes it's about doing the meditation a little bit differently. Um, If it's somebody who's in a lot of pain, um, who's really struggling, I had a wonderful woman a few years ago who was stage four um, breast cancer, which had um, gone into her omentum. And there was a huge mass in the omentum. And the doctors were like, you know, not going to make it. So she was stage four. She was on oxygen, a feeding tube. 
Now, I stayed attached to her every single day, every single day. And in the first month, she was off the feeding tube, off the oxygen. Within three months, she was hiking four miles a day and eating what she wanted to eat. The doctor said we still, the mass has greatly reduced so we can operate now um, because we feel like there's still a little bit of cancer in there. And so she called and she's like, what do I do? And I'm like, you do what you feel is right for you. That's not my decision. I think you're cancer free. But if you have any fear or doubt, you need to do what you need to do. And she's like, I want to prove to them that the cancer is gone. And I'm like, okay. And I mean, she had hired me for daily. I mean, I was attached to her for 14 hours a day. It was a lot of hard work. She had a lot of homework she had to do. Um, and so she let them do it. But she had signed that if they saw any microscopic uh, particles of cancer, that they could do a warm chemo, a liquid chemo in her omentum area. And so when the doctor called me, called her husband and then called me afterwards and said, you know, we didn't, the mass was just dried, you know, a dried sack. There was nothing in there. Um, we didn't see anything microscopically, but we decided to liberally put the chemo in there just in case. And she died two weeks later from chemo poisoning. There was absolutely no need. But when the soul is ready to go, it's ready to go. And this was her way as a soul of teaching them that, you know, you go from a stage four, you go to a stage zero, um, you're back living a healthy life, that it's not okay to just liberally throw chemo in there just in case. Um, so that was a real, it took me a couple of months to recover. Yeah, I, bet. I was really attached to her and she had done, she, she had to do her own work. It's like, I'm willing to help people for that first month or so when they need a little bit of oomph to start feeling better, if that's what's necessary. But as soon as I can, it's like, no, this is on you now. And I will, you know, pop in and help if you need me to, but you need to call me and tell me why I need to be involved. Are you doing your homework? If you're not doing your homework, don't call me. It's it's as simple as that. So there's a lot of accountability. I, I, I just, I, I'm like flabbergasted by how this works. This is amazing. So what is your success rate then in terms of 90, how many? 96%. Nine, for I, it's high. It's 96%. I mean, and that's not talking about healing. That's about diagnosing. Um, you know, some people still pass and that's okay. That's part of their, that's part of their world. And do but, you know yeah. that going in, like I can help this person, but it's going to get them five years and then that's it. Or like, do you see that in the movie? No. So, so this is a really weird thing. And I see it with every single human being. It's like there's a rocking chair on their chest, right over their heart area. And there's this amorphous blob sitting in there. There's no, there's no face, there's no nothing, but it's this white blob sitting there. If there's suitcases at the bottom of that rocking chair, then their suitcases are packed and they're gonna go. Now that doesn't mean they're gonna go in 24 hours. It may be a week or two, but I know at that stage, the soul and source have contracted that it's time mm -hmm. to come home. And most people want me to let them know because they'll either stop treatment or spend more time with the family or want me to work more to help them pass. Um, but if I don't see those suitcases, it's open. It's an open door. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's not anyone I would say, no, I'm not going to do anything because it's not going to help. It always helps. Helps emotionally. It helps the family. It always helps. Um, whether or not we get a full healing from it is a different is a different uh, aspect. And sometimes it's just emotional. You know, there was this great company uh, couple in Maui that I had worked with, and um, they were heading into a group cellular. There's going to be a lot of people. And the husband had severe rage issues. And so I heard them coming down the hallway to the class and he's just arguing. And he's like, I don't want to do this. This is just fruitcake stuff. And she's like, look, we've done everything. We've done traditional therapy. You know, you've done traditional therapy. I can't live with your rage anymore. Either you do it my way today or we'll go see the divorce attorney on Monday. That's that's the bottom line. 
So he came in and he's scowling. I mean, he's angry. We get ready for lunch break and he comes in and he's like, you know, he gets up off his, off his blanket and he walks to me and he's like, this is just charlatan. You're stealing people's money. This is ridiculous. And he goes off on me, comes back from lunch and he starts it again. And so I just smiled at him and I said, bottom line is this wife's going to go to divorce attorney on Monday. So if I were you, I'd just get over there and lay down and fake it until you make it, you know, just deal with the afternoon, right? Go to right. sleep, whatever you want to do. A month later, I get a phone call from him and I'm like, how are things? And he's like, something just happened at work that would normally send me into orbit. And I just can't find my anger. I just can't find it. And I'm like, awesome. And he's like, what do I do? And I said, get some therapy. I mean, you now need to learn how to live your life without the anger. Now you need different coping mechanisms. So get in and see a therapist. And uh, he did. But he was not a willing participant. He was not at all. So what is the, when you heard the becoming insubstantial without transitioning, what does that mean exactly? How do I help people move out of their judgment states without having to die to do it? Ah, okay. You know, how do we reach that state Mm -hmm. in this world, no matter what bills need to be paid, no matter what's going on externally? How do we reach a stage where we're out of judgment without having to die to be in that spirit space to be able to become unconditional? Does someone have to have like an illness to come to you or do you do just emotional, emotional, the Catholic church is called for some, you know, um, uh, uh, possession work, which I love doing. Um, Wait, possession often. work, meaning like, like people who are that are possessed, um, little boy, little boy, he was seven and very strong Catholic family. And he started levitating, talking in tongues. And there was just this nasty smell, drums in the house. All the family flew in from all over. And they had the Catholic church in there. And um, they had tried a few exorcisms and they weren't able to do it. They heard about me. And um, it was cute because I'd had a really long day. And so son Matthew is very similar to me in terms of energy. And uh, it's the end of a long day. And I'm like, hey, dude, would you mind just holding my ankles? I need to pop out of my body and just go take care of this. Oh, my God. And I mean, I think my kids think I'm, I'm, (laughs) you know, off my rocker, but I can't imagine saying that to one of my kids. Just and hold me here while I levitate. While I, while I go. The one of my sons is obsessed with, I have a friend who has, um, why am I blanking on the, teleport it uh-huh, yeah. out of her body. And so every time she comes over, he's like, is that the friend that teleports? Yeah. Like, I, I'd, always, I'd always tease my sons going, is it me here or am I bilocating? Is this just my copy? And they're just like, can't stand it. <laughs> But he held me. And, you know, what I didn't think about is he's much more um, a feeler. He's much more kinesthetic Mm -hmm. um, than I am. And so I popped out, you know, high energy and a low energy can't stay within one body. And so I popped into the little boy's body and I popped it out. It was a big rush. And I came back and my son is pure white and he just screams at me. He's like, what? did you just do? My God, it was a demon and a little boy. So I just needed to pop him out. And he was shaking. And, and I said, you weren't with me. And he's like, I could feel it. And he's like, I don't ever, ever want to experience that again. So. So what was that? What's a demon? What was a demon? What is that even? You know, a demon is just a heavy energy. I mean, books everywhere about it, right? You know, there's a hundred demons in someone's. No, there's not. A demon is simply the same as a saint. It's 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 not an awareness. It doesn't say, "Oh, gee, I'm going to take over this body." It's a it's a dark energy attempting to balance out a light energy, just as a light energy is attempting to balance out a dark energy. And if we put it in that kind of simplistic way, without making a storyline about it, it's really a very simple process. And I always say to the priests, it's not about what you're saying um, in the uh, to the demon in terms of scripture it's your depth of belief in that scripture when you're saying it 
if you're doing an exorcism. It's the depth of your belief. And so, so it's not, so what, what kind of tips it into the negative space versus keeping it a balanced light darkness within the human? Is that right? It's, it's about not going into story again. You know, this little boy had nothing special about him other than he wasn't quite seven, which is when our orc field really comes into play and okay. can, and can shield us a little bit more. He wasn't quite there yet. And so, but he had a really bright soul. He was pretty awesome. I mean, I, I didn't see him for another 18, 20 years and I saw him recently and he's just phenomenal. I mean, we were in, I'm in a huge restaurant, you know, hundred people in there and he walks through the front door and he spots me. Now he's never seen me in person because I bilocated there. I didn't have to fly there. I just popped out of my body and went and did my stuff. And, you know, and, and I remember Matt saying that, you know, he had me on speakerphone with the family and the priest and, um, and they said, who's that blonde walking across, you know, through the living room and Matt's like, that's just my mom. She's just there to, to, you know, do her stuff. And so they're like, okay, but we can see her. And he's like, yeah, you'll see her for a minute or so. And then she'll disappear when she's doing her work. And so, you know, it's hard for that Western model to understand. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, having a daughter-in-law who's a pharmacist, you know, yeah, I mean, she's she kind of like, well, you know, we had a situation where uh, we had a, a disciple call the office at the end of a day and his guru had flown in to Maryland uh, from India and went right into a coma. And he had been in a coma for three months and the doctors didn't know why the disciples didn't know why. And he comes out of the coma just long enough to say, find Patty Conklin. I need her help to cross. And so they Googled until they found me and they called the office and they're like, so he needs help crossing. So my um, assistant called and said, so this person needs help crossing. And I'm like, yeah, I've had a long day, but I can I can manage that. And she's like, OK. And then she was quiet. And she's like, do we charge for this? And I'm like, no, no, these are freebies. So I went upstairs. I was with my son at that point in between houseboats. And I went upstairs and he and his wife were eating spaghetti. The, you know, Kylan was was maybe two, two and a half. And he's sitting there eating. And I looked at Dan and I'm like, hey, I got to leave my body for a few minutes. Will you just come down every half hour or so? Make sure I don't get too far away. And he's just shoveling spaghetti in his mouth. He's like, sure. And Cash was like, whoa, wait, stop. You're doing what? I'm like, I'm leaving my body to go help his soul out of his body and to cross. And I said, but I need to be touched every half hour so I don't get too far away. Mm. And she's like, what happens? So you need to reground. Is that okay? Exactly. And she's like, what happens if you don't come back? I'm like, just call Matt. He'll know what to do. And Dan's like, oh, heck, he'll just dump a bottle of or a, a bucket of cold water on her. I can do it just as well. You know, no big deal. So. I go to do my stuff and I feel Dan touch me and he's like, mama, I'm like, I'm here. He's like, okay. The next touch is my grandson. He's like, Oma, like I'm here. So I felt him a few more times and then deed was done. He left his body and I come back to mine and I have this very calm two and a half year old sitting right at my elbow, just calmly looking into my eyes. I look down and I have a daughter-in-law who's sobbing, who's got her stethoscope out. She's got a blood pressure cuff on me. She's like, I couldn't get any vitals like they were barely reading. And I'm like, well, that's why I needed, you know, the the touch to kind of keep me uh, grounded. And and she's just like, I'm never going to understand this. So her colleagues will say to her, you know, what is it that your mother-in-law does? And she's like, I don't understand it myself. All I know is she's very successful and she helps a lot of people. But I can't even begin to pretend to be able to tell you what it is. And um, it is. It's weird. So how does the color work specifically work? How do the color and tone change the vibration? That's a wonderful question. Tone and color are the only active frequencies in the universe. I mean, we have essential oils, we have, um, you know, uh, all sorts of different things, but they're all passive energies. You have two active frequencies, tone and color. So when someone says, let's say 
you know, uh, what color do I need to remove the stage four cancer from my body? Black may be the first color that comes up and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, it's black. No, it's your body simply looking for the frequency. So many people will go into meditations or they'll go in and listen to orchestra music or whatever, and nothing happens because you didn't give your body instructions of what you wanted it to do. And so black may come in in one breath, 10 colors may different may come in every day. It's going to be different. Your body's going to shift. Think of it this way. If you take a mass of cells that are congested, right, with emotions, and you bring color up through and you just clean one cell, that changes the vibrational mass, mm-hmm. right? And so another color needs to come up. And maybe that takes 10 cells and cleans them up. And then another cell is going to come up. So just in the line of, of uh, psychotherapy, you really need 30 days of working on one emotion, just one emotion to get it out of your body. So whether you're doing color or whether you're listening to orchestra music, which is awesome, but you have to then say to your body, what tone do I need in order to specifically the illness and what what emotion you think? And people will say, well, how do I know? Don't I have to have you? No, we're all bottled with all sorts of emotions. Just start somewhere. It doesn't really matter. If you journal, and find that you're having one behavior over and over again, then let's remove 80% of that emotion and 80% of the disease, right? So so you would so you would tell the person to tune into their own experience. What color do you think you need? Whatever the first color that pops in your head is the color you need. And then exactly. you just visualize and send that color, that energy to you breathe in through your nose and you bring the color in through the bottom of the feet, straight up your body and out your mouth. If you're dealing with a head injury, then take it all the way up out through your uh, head. People don't need me. I mean, it's nice when we've got a half hour appointment and we talk for 10 minutes about what's going on personally, professionally, physically. And as they talk about those things, their body is what I'm really looking at. It tells me where we need to start. And then we do 15 minutes of me pushing energy, kind of getting those cells starting to move while they do color works. And then that's their homework. I mean, I I think that we've reached a point in our world where we make things so complex. And, and the bottom line is, it's incredibly simple. And if we believe that the simplicity can handle things as much as, you know, five hours a day of meditation or whatever they're doing, you know, if I need an, uh, an herb, let's say I need a supplement, right? I'm not going to go order that supplement. I'm going to go into the herb store or the supplement store, whatever, and I'm going to pick up the bottle, <laughs> of the supplement that I need. And I'm going to allow that frequency to go into my body and I'm going to set the bottle down and I'm going to go back out, right? I mean, my body needed it during that moment. And the more in tune we get with our body, the more that we understand what we need. But, you know, understand that supplements, uh, tarot, you know, just all the different tools that are used is just that facilitator's tool, right? Right. Right. It's just their tool. I don't need those tools. Maybe I do, but I haven't found so far that I've needed the tools because the tool is actually the way that I see the world in particles. Do your kids, do any of your kids have this ability? So Matthew's closest to me in terms of energy. Okay. Daniel's an amazing seer. He doesn't have eyesight the way I have, but he's the one who will go deep into my soul and call me on something if I need to be called on. Mm. The grandkids seem to be the two of the biological sons. Every grandchild that was born, I looked in their eyes to see what part of my gift they had. And um, and even my biological or my adopted son, you know, his wife was like, he's not of your DNA. DNA. Why would he have um, the gift? And, and uh, he just kind of looked at her and he said, you know, she's been my mom since I was nine. Of course, my gift has, her gift has been passed on. So two of the boys are pretty, uh, the young ones are are pretty pronounced. Kylan, especially this summer, he was just like, you know, they don't, they're not around my work. 
right? It's, you know, when I'm with them, I'm Oma. But this summer he was like, it's really hot outside. And I'm like, yeah, it really is. And he's like, I'm going to go out and see if I can cool my body down. I'm just going to go out and meditate and see if I can shift things and cool my body down. And I just kind of looked at him like, where did that idea ever come up in your brain, right? right? So he goes out for a little bit. He comes back in and he's like, Oma, I think I've got it, but I'm not sure whether it's just my mind playing tricks on me. Will you come out and sit with me? And I'm like, sure. We sat down within five minutes, this ice cold blast is just coming towards me. I'm like, dude, good job. You know, I don't, I don't encourage them. I answer their questions, Mm -hmm. but I don't encourage them in this because I think that as they come along, they'll learn it. I think that all the boys have, you know, my boys have been amazing. I mean, when you've got biological children, when they're six and seven years old, who sit you down and say, you know, we've been talking and we've, we understand you're not like other moms. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay. And Dan, as the eldest said, you know, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, but you can't cook and your housekeeping isn't any better. So (laughs) I'm like, those are real things, right? Right. And so he said, so we've talked it over and he said, I'm taking over the cooking and the cleaning of the kitchen and Matt's going to take over the laundry and cleaning of the house. These are six and seven year olds. I didn't walk in my kitchen for another 10 years. I could come home from Bangladesh at two o'clock in the morning and Dan would have homemade soup waiting for me on the stove. I mean, just they understood what my capabilities were and, and what they weren't. And I remember them being teenagers, like in the 16 to 17 realm and saying to Dan, you know, I'm really looking forward to the day that you and Matt choose to join me. And he kissed the back of my hands and he kissed me on the forehead and he looked me straight in the eyes and he's like, I love you so much. But our job is here as a support system to you Mm. not to take over. And, and so neither of them have wanted to, I mean, Matt will hold space. If I've got a large cellular cleansing group, he'll fly out and, and do that with me and just walk. And Matt from an early age could touch somebody and their pain would just instantly go away. And so he would come out and, you know, if somebody starts abreacting and crying and I'm working with somebody else, then he just goes over and touches them. And he's like, Patty's, Patty's on her way. Patty's heading out. And, you know, get on me sometimes when I get overwhelmed because he ran the office for 10 years for me. And I heard him one day with this, with this person and he was on the phone with her for like three hours. And I was exhausted. And in that midst, I had packed my suitcase when I heard him get off the phone, I'm crying. I'm like, I can't deal with any more. I'm going to Brazil for the next 10 days. And I remember him just throwing the pencil behind him. And he's like, look, it's himself all calm. And he's like, I just spent three hours with this 84-year-old woman. The doctors have said she's going to die within six months. He's like, I'm pretty sure she's going to die tonight. So this is the deal. You call her back right now and you do whatever you need to do to help her pass easily. And I will book your flight and and take you to the airport and re- reschedule everybody. And I'm like, okay. And, and as soon as I heard her voice, he was absolutely right. She was going to die that night. So I spent another three hours on the phone with her and just, you know, talked about dying and what her belief system was and so forth. And um, headed to Brazil and uh, got some downtime. Wow, Patty, this is amazing. I'm blown away. If people are interested in learning about your work, learning about what you do, your trainings, whatever it is, your group sessions, anything, where can they find you? Where can they find your book? How can they learn more? Yeah, they can find me at pattyconklin.com and Patty's with an I. So it's P-A-T-T-I-C-O-N-K-L-I-N.com. They can give us a call at 404-474-0086. Um, they can look at uh, podcasts on YouTube. Um, my show is Healing Within and Adventure Inside. And um, or they can go to the website and see where all the trainings are and what's coming up and all the good stuff because you know I'm 65 and and as and much- you look about 40. So people need to at least get on <laughs> YouTube and see you literally glow. Like it's amazing to meet people who in this space are at such a high vibrational energy that you can just see it in them. 
you know, it's it's interesting because when I'm not working, my age really starts to creep in. Like if I take a month off, then all of a sudden I can look and go, whoa, you need to go back to work. <laughs> so, but but honestly, it's really about, um, you know, I wanted I want to teach what I've learned. You know, everybody has the ability. You may not be able to see particles the way I see them, but my job as a teacher is to take everyone's innate gifts and enhance them and help them understand how to utilize it for themselves with their clients. Um, you know, that's that's my job as a teacher. And that's the legacy I want to leave is, is you may not see in particles, but you have every bit the amount of gift that I have. Um, it's just you getting the confidence and learning how to do it. And after 29 years, it'll be 29 years in June um, that I've been doing this. So, you know, time to play with the kids and you right. know, enjoy, fun. enjoy the, enjoy the fruits of your labor. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, thank you, Patty, for this incredibly enlightening. I mean, I'm just blown away by this interview and so excited to share it. Like what you heard today and want to hear more? Wondering what comes next and what it all means? Head over to Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe. Also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.